This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 371. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we are doing a non-spoiler review of a brand new title which is making a limited theatre run at the moment. This is Boris Karloff, the man behind the monster. My review of this documentary will be coming up after the first break. Before we get to that, let's catch up with where we are in a very busy week for Podcasts Under the Stairs. On Monday, you got an instalment of the Summer Series action for 2018. And then yesterday, you got a bonus episode covering Shelter in Place, a brand new horror movie that's just been released, as well as an interview with the co-writers and directors of that movie. Today, you're getting a little review of the Boris Karloff documentary tomorrow it's movie club with listener reviews so today is your last day to get your reviews in for mario bava's the whip and the body from 1963 then on friday you get the final full movie review episode for the summer series we're doing it 2019 on that episode and then saturday it's a screener episode which is looking at various digital screeners that have been submitted through me over the last couple of weeks Sunday, we're doing a little bit of 80 film slasher classic action, so that's coming your way as well. And that takes us through this week, then Monday through Thursday next week, you get a roundtable episode every single day, Monday through Thursday, closing out the month before we kick off Bazoween on Friday the 1st of October. So that is what you can expect from Under the Stairs. Right, let's get into this, shall we? I'm going to take a short break. You are going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for Boris Karloff, The Man Behind the Monster. I'll be reviewing that movie right after this. This is Michael Caine, award-winning film actor you may know from such cinematic achievements as A Muppet's Christmas Carol and Jaws for the Revenge, where I played a character named after a fucking sandwich. I approve of the following promotional message. Do you like movies? Well, of course you do, you silly twit. You're listening to a movie podcast right now. Do you like podcasts about movies? I mean, if you're listening to this, your life is empty and without direction. So of course you do. Why not continue the spiral downwards with... They must be destroyed on sight! Yet another semi-regular podcast about film that will occupy some of that empty space in your soul. We cover every genre, but focus on a lot of of obscure and cult films with a leaning towards exploitation. If you want a podcast that's going to talk about a silent film from the 1920s one week and a sleazy biker film from the 1960s the next, and then back to something like Singing in the Rain, the next episode, they must be destroyed on sight! Maybe for you. So tune in and join regular hosts Lee Russell, Daniel Hopper, Paul Romani, and Lee Hardy, as well as the odd guest host at 
tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you, drive through. He was the consummate character actor, a character actor who became a star. That face was just so magical. There is not a single movie I've ever done that is not under the shadow that this man casts. The storm will be magnificent. He kind of backs in to the scene and turns around slowly in the light, and there's that face. You can't imagine a better entrance. You can show that image to almost anyone in the world. What's this? Frankenstein. In The Bride of Frankenstein, they virtually crucify the monster. I saw my messiah. The gods will receive into the underworld the spirit of Anxanaman. He had just an extraordinary career. I mean, everybody raves about him. People think of him as either British or Russian, but he was actually of Indian descent. There were various things he didn't want to talk about. What was he running away from when he left home? What was he frightened of? He becomes kind of a lovable uncle. He was Uncle Boris. He was a very, very interesting, complex man. But he's always an outsider, always feels he doesn't quite belong. You'll never get rid of me, Toddy. I think there's an enigma. There's a real mystery at the heart of Boris Karloff, and no one's quite cracked it yet. Certain actors bring the camera to them, and Karloff had that power. Back, so you just heard the trailer for Boris Karloff, the man behind the monster. This is a brand new documentary, which is the kind of co-production between Abram Orama and Shout Studios, aka the guys that do Shout Factory, Scream Factory, all that shiz. Um, this movie has just been released last Friday in theatres. It's doing a limited run at the moment. If you click the show notes, there is a link to where it's playing. So, um, yeah, try and get it. Go out and see this one in the cinema. I would think that if you were going to do a little bit of I need something to get me in the mood for Halloween, this is a great way to kick off your spooky season, ladies and gents. I believe it is also getting a physical release somewhere down the line via your kind of shout factory. I would imagine. I just don't have any dates here at all. Now, let me give you some details on this one as submitted from the screener. Uh, the link that I got to check out this movie. And it is also worth saying, the link that I got was about two weeks out from its formal release and the documentary was still being worked on. So I, I've got a couple of comments about things that are most likely resolved by the final release, specifically about some of the sound. But once again, like I say, they gave me advance notice that it wasn't finished when I received it. Anyway, uh, this is directed by Thomas Hamilton, who also did Leslie Howard, The Man Who Gave a Damn. It's co-written by Thomas Hamilton and Ron McCloskey, uh, co-produced by Thomas Hamilton and Ron McCloskey as well. The documentary itself features interviews with Guillermo del Toro, John Landis, Roger Corman, Ron Perlman, Sarah Karloff, Peter Bogdanovich, Christopher Plummer, Stephanie Powers, Lee Grant, Sir Christopher Freiling, and Kevin Brownlow. Um, 
The synopsis for this one is beginning just before his debut as Frankenstein's creation, Boris Karloff, the man behind the monster, compellingly explores the life and legacy of a, cine- a cinematic legend, presenting a perspective of history of the genre he personified. His films were long derided as hokum and attacked by censors, but his phenomenal popularity and performance Invasive influence endures, inspiring some of our greatest actors and directors into the 21st century. Among them, Guillermo del Toro, Ron Perlman, Roger Corman and John Landis, all of whom and many more contribute their personal insights and anecdotes. Um, to get more information on this one, I recommend you jump across to www.themanbehindthemonster.com So yeah, like I say, I got a kind of unfinished... Uh, screener of this one it was pretty much there they just openly acknowledged that there was still some sound tweaking they had to do ahead of its cinema release so really they were working on it right to the last second which is kind of cool um, because you're, you're still tweaking things and on the negative aspect it was mostly about the sound sometimes the background music was too loud in the mix um, there was kind of test narration so like clearly a different voice than the test narrator reading in certain bits um, and that hadn't been tidied up yet but that was really about it and it was in a couple of bits it wasn't all the way through it but like I say that will have been fixed by the time this comes out um, I much like most horror fans uh, I, I'm a big fan of Boris Karloff and his performances uh, following him from Frankenstein pretty much through his career specifically up to and one of the things that kind of tickled me uh, was his appearance in the Mario Bava movie um, Black Sabbath uh, as the Verdelac so when you show me that at the beginning of your movie I'm like right cool we're, we're, we're going all in here but I'll be honest I knew very little about Karloff the, the actor uh, specifically before his performances as Frankenstein or to be honest with you much about his career in general I obviously own tons of Blu-rays of performance he did at different studios when he was in Vogue out of Vogue experimenting with different directors you know I I was fully aware of the breadth of his career without necessarily fully aware of the breadth of his career and that's what The Man Behind the Monster really tackles well it gives you a, a great insight into the background of a actor who was deliberately secretive of his upbringing um, and his private life he was an incredibly private man which is probably why I knew so little about him before this documentary. Obviously it can't fill in every single nook and cranny of detail, but it gives you it gives you the, the background of where he came from, how he got to Canada, um, how he started acting, how he ended up in Hollywood, how he got cast as Frankenstein's monster, or Frankenstein's creation. Um, and then you follow his career right through then and you see the, the kind of dizzying highs and the and the lows. And one of the things that kind of really One of the things that really made me happy about watching this is the fact that you get this you get this distinct idea of someone who really reveled in being part of the genre. He did stuff out with, but this is an actor who just loved to entertain, and if that meant intimidation, then oh, he was gonna bring it to the screen. He has such a physically imposing face. 
and such a unique sounding voice. I sometimes think when we think about the, the kind of horror icons of nowadays, the thing that they have in common with those of a, a, a kind of the past classics generation is their voice. If you think of people like Robert England or uh, Doug Bradley or Tony Todd, you could probably blind test their voice and know who they are. It's part of what adds to their persona in horror movies and it's the same in the old the old days. If you think about your, your Boris Karloffs or your Bella Lugosi's, if you think about your Vincent Price, your Christopher Lee's, your Peter Cushing's, you know, all these guys have unique sounding voices. Uh, that can almost transcend the generation. So you, you're getting that on display here with the, the catalogue of his movies. And this goes in depth. I mean, this covers his body of work right up until his death. So you really get an idea of how he navigated the system uh, when he was, you know, at his peak and when he was at his lowest and how he managed to maintain interest all the way through, even knowing that sometimes you have to disappear for a while and maybe do a bit of Broadway for people to actually miss you, that when you come back it's more of an event. What I found kind of heartwarming and kind of touching was that they were talking about that even towards the end of his career where he was almost wheelchair bound, his leg was, you know, in immense pain, couldn't walk and he had breathing apparatus to help him. Uh, when he was doing TV performances, he would get up and just still go out on stage and command the attention of the camera and the audience for the, the period of time he was on, consummate professional, knew his lines. But then as soon as he got behind the curtains, it was back in the chair and back on the oxygen. And that's a man that's really dedicated to his craft, um, above his health, which, you know, it, it, it kind of blew me away to hear those stories. The documentary itself has a murderer's row, I believe is the terminology, of people in and around the horror industry sharing their insights of of not only working with them, like the likes of like a, a Roger Corman, but those that he influenced and you know directly affected, the likes of a Guillermo del Toro, Ron Perlman, Christopher Plummer, who did act opposite him. You know, you get these you get these great anecdotes, but you also see the impact, the impression that carried it forward. The documentary itself is like 90 minutes long. It's not a particularly long one. Um, I would argue that it's probably the right length without necessarily deep diving in on any movie in particular and spending too much time. To be honest, that's what Blu-ray features are for and if you own any of the various collector's editions of, of Karloff movies, there's plenty of featurettes there that go into more detail specifically on these movies. This is more to give you an idea of the man behind the great performances and how he came from, you know, I would say a middle towards upper class family in England and ended up as a, an actor, a kind of field that would have been looked down upon from his, his family over in England uh, as, as, you know, as not a job <laughs> and really reveled in, you know, outshone his, his siblings by being incredibly famous uh, and having a career that still to this day is... Um, you know, it's synonymous with classic horror. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. Um, it's kind of amazing. I thought the documentary overall was, like I said before, the way to kick off your 
kind of your fall experience, autumn in the UK, your build up towards Halloween. It got me in the mood and I've been watching some early Karloff movies that I owned via Eureka in the UK that put out his, his works at uh, Columbia Pictures. Uh, and went back and checked out a couple of those uh, more obscure Frankenstein performances, which, I, you know, going back, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's like comfort food for the soul of a horror fan to watch a documentary like this. So it's a high recommend from me. I'd give this a four and a half out of five. I thought it was great. I thought, like I say, it, it, it tackled it in the right sort of way. Um, it got as much information as it could about the movies without bogging you down in any one aspect of the man's career, which spanned several decades. I, I didn't feel at any point we were missing details. Uh, it even goes as far as to talk about the uncomfortable experience that he had on um, the America's version of This Is Your Life. And furthermore, his extensive work um, and the, the, the unionization of the Screen Actors Guild way back in the day and how that would have made him a pariah and how he didn't care he was one of the bigger names to sign on to that so it really gives you that without necessarily getting bogged down in too much detail and you traverse the career of the great man at, at pace and uh, with plenty of details so yeah it's a 4.5 out of 5 for this documentary Boris Karloff the man behind the monster like I said before it is now available it's out there you can check it out in um, select theatres and it will be making its way to a blu-ray or physical release somewhere down the road via um, Shout Factory but there are links in the show notes for this that will take you to the URL with the details of where the movie is playing. Don't sleep on this one. I, I can't stress that enough. If it's playing in your town, go and check it out. You don't often get the opportunity to check out these sort of things uh, in a theatre setting. And trust me, you will be surrounded by like-minded people. Ain't your average Joe, your normie, walking in off the street to sit down and watch a documentary about Boris Karloff. You're going to be surrounded by the few and the proud. Um, this is one that I'll be picking up when it comes out in physical media for the collection for sure. Uh, I'm going to take my final break when I come back and close into the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. you've been listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been bonus episode 371 a review of a screener that i received for boris karloff the man behind the monster which is coming out via abro i can never pronounce the name of the studio abramor abro orama i think that that's what we'll say and a shout studios aka shout factory um, it's available just now and like I said before show notes will tell you where it's playing go out and check it out ladies and gents support this movie or visit the website for it which is www.themanbehindthemonster.com massive thanks to Falco Inc um, the promotions company that's handling PR for this that sent this out for me to uh, check out so they got me a screener uh, have been incredibly nice to me and facilitated me with uh, with something I mean it's not playing over in the UK but they're fully aware that I have a nice big American audience so um, thank you very much to them for doing that 
There is a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under stairs. Wherever you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of T Putts content. Do not stop there. Subscribe to the sister feed for podcasts under the stairs. That is the T Putts Collective. Over there you get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle. If you subscribe to both those feeds, it's the best way to support what I do under the stairs. It's all about that support. You can obviously jump across to the website tputtscast.com. Links to all the shows are there, as well as a link to Jaws's Shite and other regrettable outbursts, a Boozby's banter entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. It's four Scotsmen getting drunk. Some would say way too drunk. I would agree, and so would my liver. It would co-sign on that. Um, we talk about terrible life choices, of which we add to daily. So you have no need to worry about us ever running out of content for that show. We also, on top of that, ladies and gents, do weird news stories from around the world and your listener emails as well. Jaws is shite and other regrettable outbursts, exclusively available on tputzcast.com. Nice. You can check us out on Facebook if you want. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast will take you to the podcast under the stairs. The Teaputz Collective is everything you just heard minus groups, so it's facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. And Jaws' Shake can be found at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. Uh, if you are into the Twitter and the Instagram, or as I like to call them, the twin prongs, the social media sexiness, you can follow myself and the Baz over there who moderates those Twitters and those Instagrams, both at TeaputsCast. The podcast under the stairs returns tomorrow for Movie Club listener reviews of our first of a four-part series looking at the works of Mario Bava. Our first stop, The Whip in the Body from 1963. You have until the end of today, which for those out there keeping score is Wednesday the 22nd. So you have the end of today to get that out. And uh, I'll feature it on the show when it drops tomorrow. Until then, wherever you are, wherever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off.